Well, hello, friends. I hope you're doing well. As I record this episode, I am actually headed on a business trip. And this reoccurring theme has come up for me all week, and I wanted to share it with you. And the theme is getting the things that you truly want. I had recently purchased a standing desk. And I wanted the standing desk at the beginning of the pandemic when we were sent home to work. Now, for my particular job at the time, we had got information that we were going to work home permanently anyway. So the pandemic just surged us to go home maybe about a month or so early. So I bought this desk, which I thought was practical, and it looked beautiful. It was glass, and it had a area where you can put the keyboard, and it looked really nice. It held up well for me. But over time, I decided that I needed something more and that I needed something a little bit more durable. And the glass uh, constantly cleaning got annoying really fast. And what I didn't count on was that my cats would also spend a lot of time in the office with me. So over time, I kept putting it off, putting it off. And then finally, I said, do it get the stupid desk. So I ordered the desk. And it's funny because I noticed that in the beginnings of the mornings, I mean, the wee hours of the mornings between three and five, this is where I seem to make critical decisions. So I go online and I purchase the desk. Now keep in mind, I had done numerous research because that's just who I am. I look at every rock and stone just to make sure I'm doing the right thing. Sometimes I am in decision paralysis, if I can be honest. So I decided that the desk that I was going to get would be the desk for me and would meet my needs. So I order set desk and I tell my guy about it because this desk needed some putting up and it had some you know, mechanical components, and I was a little nervous about it. And about a week or two went by, and finally we got the desk up. And I will honestly say it has truly changed the way I work. And I remember telling my mom that I would get the slump in the middle of the day, and it would be helpful if I can stand, but I felt like with the current desk, even with the riser, I was hunching over with my shoulders, and I didn't want to put additional tension on my shoulders, which I was very cognizant at the time. That's where a lot of my tension seems to be stored. So I was able to find ways to cultivate different settings and to have it ready for if I was to let it down or if I'm standing up. So I got it all pre-programmed and so far so good. I truly love the fact that I got something that truly was something that I wanted and that I benefit. But oftentimes, have you talked yourself out of things that you know that would add value to you and just kind of discard them as, oh, I'll get around to it next time or, oh, isn't that important? And something I think about, and it seems kind of morbid to bring it up, but we only have this one life in this one space at this time. And so many people leave this planet without doing the things that they wanted to do. 
Now, I'm not saying that we're all going to check every box and do everything that we want to do. But there are so many things we push off for later. Now, the other side to this very unique coin is that sometimes we have to think about what we feel we're worthy of. Because to be honest, that's something that I have been exploring for myself for the last couple of years. I started this work with one of my therapists. And when I was telling her different things I was doing, she looked perplexed. She couldn't believe that I had to justify buying a Peloton. I had to justify doing certain things in my life. Because for myself, there was this guilt that I had. If my bills weren't a certain way, if I didn't pay all these things off, then I couldn't have certain things. Now, I do believe that there has to be diligence, right? doesn't make sense to buy a Peloton and I probably need to pay my utility expenses. So they should be taken care of first. But I mean that we get to enjoy the things that we want in our lives and we get to plan for them. We plan for our bills. We plan for the job. We plan for our spouses. We plan for our kids but we don't always take that same traction and plan for ourselves. And I think that now I get it. I get that some things aren't going to make practicality on paper. And one of those things was in my recent um, purchases of clothing, I had to have a, as I call it, come to the one moment. And I had to bite the bullet and realize that The clothes that are in my wardrobe, a lot of them are too big and it doesn't look professional. A lot of the clothes, literally, I will put them on and they will fall to my ankles. A lot of the clothes that I have are not fitting me the way I need them to fit me. And I've had to give myself permission to get new clothes and not look at it as a treat and not look at it as something that I'm doing, but I get to do because I have the right to wear clothes that I enjoy. Oftentimes, our budget will dictate what we can buy. That's actual, that's fact. Some people stick to their budgets and some people, you know, stay right within them. And I had to realize that in the work that I do, that there's a level of professionalism that I have to bring to the table, especially being a woman of color. And something that I learned early on, there are a lot of things that other people can wear to work and get away with, and it works for them. But I do not have the same privilege, and nor will I exercise said this kind of privilege that some people seem to have. It doesn't exist. So for me, it's important that I wear things that truly represent me and give me confidence and they last. That's the other thing too. When we're in a professional environment and we're at various meetings, and I mean, you know, how many pairs of black pants can you have? I can tell you quite a bit, (laughs) but 
I think it's important that we spend the extra monies or find the extra qualities because sometimes we can get things that don't have to cost an arm and a leg and they're still of quality. But get those things tailored to us and get those things to make us look even better. And it's the devil in the details that makes all the difference. I remember it was probably in the mid 2000s when I saw this style and I was cringy. And I saw it mostly on millennials and it could have been some Gen Z's or whatever. But this way of wearing dress pants was that the dress pants didn't go close to the ankle or hover above, you know, the heel part. They actually covered the whole shoe and that the shoe actually captured some of the excess fabric of the pants underneath. And it was just like commonplace that these pants would just bunch up on the bottom. And I remember at the time I was working at this hospital doing financial counseling. And I remember I had a counselor who was awesome at her job and did very well. But her professional appearance definitely needed some work. And I can tell you, I truly believe she was a person that was doing the best she could with what she had. But if she would have focused her efforts on really finding some things that fit her properly, it would have made all the difference in the world. And it was just those couple of little touches that could have made all the difference in the world. Now, I don't want to get off on a tangent and get you to think that this is about buying clothes, but it's truly about getting things that we truly need to have that bring value as to our lives. And one of the areas I think people don't think about in the way that they should is professional dress. I think we try to get away with things because a lot of times we don't like to part with our money when it comes to putting it in our job. And I get that. But I also think that we get to be planful and we get to be professional And we get to make decisions to say, if I have to go to so many meetings, I'm going to have this many pair of black pants, beige pants, navy blue, or whatever the colors you select for you. And I'm going to have those clothes embody the confidence and the competency of who I am. And while we want to put our heads in the sand and act as though those things don't matter, and I'm going to tell you, especially from women, they freaking matter. They may not matter for our male counterparts, but ladies, there are certain things we can't get away with. We can't get away with poor bras. We can't get away with poor body uh, coverage. You know, there are so many things that make us a little bit more complex when it comes to dressing our bodies. But the original premise is to getting you to understand that we have to reframe how we purchase things that we need and how we get to enjoy our monies and it doesn't just go to the gas and the light people that we get to have the enjoyment and fulfillment that we deserve in this lifetime and I think of so many times where I didn't have a spending plan for myself and quite frankly I don't today I wish I could tell you that I had this all mapped out but I'm still figuring this thing out The other epiphany I had when I was on my exercise bike last night was that 
I truly do want a Peloton. But I crunched the numbers and looked at everything and I said, no, not right now. Just didn't seem practical. And I don't know when I'm going to pull the trigger and do it, but I know before the end of the summer that Peloton will be in my living room. Why? Because that's usually where I like to be and have my TV. Just is what it is. But I mention that because, again, this is something that I take value out of. This is something that helps me still be within my wellness goals. I don't think this Peloton is the magic bike. I think there are a lot of different stationary bikes. Matter of fact, I tried them, but I really can say I really enjoyed the Peloton. And at the end of the day, I want to know that I have done things that bring me joy. And I haven't just sacrificed just for the sake of next time. Because who knows when next time will be? Like nothing is promised to us today. And that's the thing I have to keep leaning into is that I have to take advantage of the moments that I have right in front of me. My great grandmother was often said that tomorrow will take care of itself. Focus on what you have today. Another saying I heard that she would say all the time is, don't wait for your ships to come in. Go out there and swim to get them. And that's the other thing too. Sometimes we're waiting for these things to just come in and land at our feet. And we have to do our equity too in it. We have to go into the store and try on the clothes and find the tailor and find the equipment and get the bed and get the desk, whatever the thing is that we need. It's not going to show up by osmosis. Boy, if that were the case, it would make life so much easy, right? But that's just not any of this works. That's the thing about this life. We have to put in our sweat equity in it too. And it may not all go the way we think in our minds. Because that's the other caveat I want to mention. Sometimes we think because something it's that we want that it'll just go smooth. And, and sometimes it will. But sometimes I wouldn't count on it. So we have to leave a little wiggle room, a margin for error. For things to happen because this is life and there are all different aspects of life that we can't control every facet. We just can't, even under the best of circumstances. So my main premise to you is to get really clear on what you want in this life and to get really razor sharp about how do you figure your next plan will be that you get to the thing that is so important to you and rank it you know come up with a a, a five list like in the next five months these are the things that I have to get and don't separate yourself from them and keep them in front of your radar and do all the things that you need to do to go out towards the thing that you truly want And I will let you know my progress too along the way. I'll do an update in a few months from now and let you know the strategies I'm doing to make sure that I'm cognizant of the things that I said that are important to me that are on my must-have list. And I think it's important that we understand that we're just human beings. We are doing the best we can with what we have today. 
And there are days when we show up and do things really well. And there are some days that show up and we need a little bit of work. But I definitely would love to have had this message to my younger self. There's so many times when I ate the nastiest food on the menu to save money and I hated the whole experience. I effing hated it. There are times when I knew the clothes I was buying wasn't going to get me the joy or fulfillment. But because it was on sale, I made the justification that that's what I had to have. And guess what? We get to change our minds. We're not statues. We don't have to be planted to an idea. We don't have to be planted to a lifestyle. We can make a decision that today is the day that we're going to do something different. And we're going to proactively be more mindful of how we treat ourselves. Because the other thing that gets to the crux of this is that what we put into ourselves, we get back and we show, we see it show up. And I look at my friends who get beautiful things all the time. Well, they also buy themselves beautiful things too. And the world shows them their level of value that they have on themselves. You can tell the world with your mouth what your value is. But it truly shows up for you of how you truly think. And you can't fudge that. That is all organic. And when you start treating yourself on a better level, so will the world. And I don't care what you're wearing in some regards, (laughs) you know. And I have to admit, when I was in the store purchasing my um, business attire for my meeting today, I tell you what. I had on my leggings and the tennis shoes I had smelled to high heaven and my hair looked a mess and I had an Adidas ball cap. But my voice was, you know, as I recorded today and calm and inviting and I spoke to the sales associates and I thanked them for their attention to me and the services they provided. And I was I was my nice, pleasant self even with my stinky tennis shoes, you know. But those women, I believe, saw something in me besides a sale, guys. I think they got to see that, oh, you know, maybe this woman is just coming in after a workout, you know. And and, and that's the thing. We get to be in our lives and we show up in different ways. But it's not just so much our physical embodiment. It is the aura of how we feel about us that show up. And it just bleeds through everything that we do. So keep that in mind, too, as you move along through the world. What messages are you sending subliminally or subconsciously, not just to the world, but even to yourself? And think about, is there an area of opportunity that you can change the messaging with this? Is there some growth that you can look back and say, you know what, I could probably do this a little different. And not in a way that you're picking on yourself and saying that you're wrong, because that's not the conversation we're having. It's about understanding our worthiness and not waiting for somebody to declare that we are worthy, that knowing from deep down inside that we are so worthy of the thing and that we don't need anybody to validate that for us. But we constantly do that for ourselves by how we show up in life. As always, I know you can listen to any other podcast, but you took the time to listen to mine. 
and I am humbly grateful for your attention and your listenership. Always a pleasure, my friends. Namaste.